Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ironic, I gave him love. How do you like to eat your leftover pizza? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, whenever we have a question about pizza and we think things might get a little deep, we convene the pe- pizza's court. I miss it, people. My Talk and Team Cobra present... The best pizza night ever. That was the worst pizza I ever had. The pizza's court. Pizza? Where's pizza? Where pizza's judged... Mm. In court. In court. <laughs> Get it? Pizza's court? <laughs> um, do, do I have to say this? With the Honorable Judge Topner presiding. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Somebody hit the audible eye roll for me, will you? Oh, jeez. I don't know what they're rolling their eyes at. That's brilliant. Oh, jeez. <laughs> cheese in particular, pizza. We're, uh, I bring you to People's Court today, and by People's Court, I mean Pizza's Court, because the question before you, jurors, is what's your favorite way to eat leftover pizza? 651-641-1071. Mostly, I brought you here today because I want to share with you my new favorite way to eat leftover pizza, as evidenced by my partner saying, this might have been better than the pizza we uh, than the first time we had this pizza Ooh. and i thought well okay we're, we'll be doing this from now on that's big so uh, there's plenty of ways to eat cold or uh, leftover pizza my favorite way used to be just eating it cold yeah uh, my partner hates cold food when it comes to like food that was once warm mm-hmm. and so uh in that vein i'm always trying to heat up his food i sound like <laughs> i have to heat up my man's food otherwise i'm always eat trying it. to heat up his food and literally i will make food fresh out the the oven mm-hmm. and he will put it in the microwave mm. like he's got an issue it's fine it's a separate conversation but you know, typically then to like reheat pizza, there's no good solution. You can microwave it, sure, but then mm-hmm. it's kind of like moist and yeah. floppy. Yeah. And, and greasy. I don't, it like makes yeah, the grease come out. It's just not so good. Yeah. You can put it in the oven, but well, then you're going to, sh- you should probably wrap it in foil for a bit to get it warm because mm-hmm. you don't want it to dry out. But at mm-hmm. the same time, that's going to take a long time because you get preheat the oven. Blah, blah, blah. Well. Uh, I think for me going forward, I now have a new strategy for creating the best leftover pizza Ooh. heated up experience. What? 
Now, do you want to hear it, or do we have people? We that have we people wanna... on the line, so let's just leave that hanging in Ooh. the in the ether and, and get back tease. to it. Yes, so that people just to whet their pizza appetite. Right. Let's go to the phones. Christine is on the line. Hi, Christine. Christine, what's your favorite way to eat leftover pizza? I like to eat it lukewarm, not too hot, not too cold, just mediocre warm. And how do you heat it up? Only like 15 seconds in the microwave. Oh. Okay, so you're just like quick zap. Quick zap, yep. All right. I like that, Christine. Thank you. You know, I'm actually... I hadn't thought about that until Christine said that, that I do something similar. Which is? With leftover pizza. I don't want it to be too hot. I don't want it greasy and floppy. Yeah. So I will toss it in the microwave probably no more than 30 seconds. Okay. And it keeps the cheese from getting like molten and burning your entire face off. Okay. Yeah. Pam is on the line. Hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. Pam, what's your favorite way to eat your leftover pizza? Well, since I'm not a cold pizza eater fan, I microwave it on medium just till it gets warm through to the middle, and then I put it in a frying pan on the stove for, on a hot frying pan just to crisp up the bottom, and it comes out like it's just out of the oven. Yes, nice. queen. Okay, Pam. Pam, thank you for your call. You have hit on it. Oh. So let me take you on a journey. Uh, a for pizza journey. A pizza journey. So I did this the exact same thing. Now, I got this because this is my new way of reheat. We eat a lot of roast chicken in our house. And this is my new favorite way to, to reheat roast chicken because also, like pizza, I, I like warm and my partner's got to have it hot. <laughs> we don't have to, like, cut the... I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a joke about uh, Machine Gun Killing oh, and Megan Fox you. having oh, sex in a dress. I thought you were say cutting the, the pizza cheese. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, he likes really hot uh, baked chicken. Mm-hmm. So to reheat, I, do, I, I did this. You put it in the microwave for a couple minutes so it heats through, as Pam said, to the middle. So you're not like cooking it. You're just reheating it thoroughly. But it's going to be kind of floppy. Yeah. So then heat up your iron skillet. Not medium heat, but like uh, between low and medium, right? So it's hot enough, mm-hmm. but it's not going to burn. And then you put a little bit of olive oil down, stick those slices on the pan, let them go for about three, four minutes depending on how cripsy you like it, mm-hmm. and then flipsies. And I will tell oh. you, it's the flipsies that will really seal the deal. Uh, and you leave it on the top, on the cheese side for like another two, three minutes. Again, just long enough that it's going to crisp but not burn. And then it creates like this crunchy outside and like warm, molten inside. Yum. And it's... Uh, again, just another way that, and I do the same thing with the chicken. I microwave the chicken for like three minutes, and then I put it on that medium low skillet until it gets crispy on the outside. And but the key is the flipsy. The flipsy. Don't forget the flipsy. The flipsy and the cripsy, because then it, it crisps that cheese up. <laughs> that sounds yummy. And you know, if there's a lot of cheese, this pizza that we had um, had lots. Of cheese on top, and so it just, like, there was a thin layer of crisp, and then that molten, gooey middle. Interesting. Okay, let's go to Sherry. Sherry's on the line. Sherry, how do you like to eat your leftover pizza? Well, I kind of like it the way Bradley does, which I'm going to try next time, but what I do is take a frying pan, dry frying pan, put the pizza in there, um, and then I go watch TV, and at the first commercial, I come and check on my pizza, and it's usually perfectly ready. Ooh. Oh, and the other key is also put a lid on it. Yeah, because then it'd cook all the way through, I imagine. Yep, but I'm going to try flipping it over and crisping up the cheese. Yes. Although I like runny cheese. So. Yeah. 
It just really depends on what, like, what you know, gets your pizza goat. Yep, I used to eat it cold, but I've become a hot, reheated pizza fan lately. Sherry, thank you for your call, and remember, the secret is in the flipsy. And let's go to Luke and let Luke have the last word on this. Luke, what's your favorite way to eat that leftover pizza? I it, the the only downside is you only, you can only do one slice, but I pop it in the air fryer. Ah. Oh, that's a great idea. How long do you do that for, and at what temperature I'm taking notes? 400 degrees, maybe four minutes. Four minutes. You keep an eye on it because you can burn it easy. Well, I bet you'd smell it, too. Yeah. So, okay, four minutes, 400, air fry that sucker, and uh, and it tastes as good as new. Yeah. I like it, Luke. Thank you for your call. Thanks, Luke. Uh, I think I feel like I got, like, three ideas of things yeah. I would like to try. I'm telling you, it just goes to show, to me, the cast iron skillet. If you don't have oh. one, you are missing out in your life because it does everything. It does everything, and they're not terribly expensive. No, it's like the cheapest pan you yeah. can buy, and it'll last forever. And it'll do everything. Literally. Just take care of it. Don't... And really, to take care of it, you literally wipe it with paper towel. Right. Taking care of it is not taking care of it. Yeah. It's amazing. Everybody get a cast iron. Uh, we will take our payment from the Cast Iron Society of America um, because we like to sell their goods all the time. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Jason Momoa. Did he do anything wrong? <laughs> That's the question we're asking. Bradley will tell us what he did and we'll judge whether or not he's doing it wrong after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, Jason Momoa issued an apology, but did he do anything wrong? That's the question we're juggling here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, what did Jason Momoa do? So, yeah, it's like a two-parter. You're going to ask yourself, did he do anything wrong? Or you'll answer for yourself anyway when I tell you what he did. But then also, um, it's the apology that has me... With question marks. So it, this all started when Jason Momoa ended up at the Sistine Chapel. And I wish it was like the Sixteen Chapel, because mm. I feel like it's hard to say Sistine Chapel. And it's hard to enunciate. Anyway, um, he has apologized to his fans that were offended by a visit to the Sistine Chapel. And you may wonder, why would somebody be offended by Jason Momoa yeah. visiting the Sistine Chapel? Well, Why? Why? Thank Thanks, you, Julia. Julia. It's because... He took photos of uh, him and some people that wanted his their photo with Jason Momoa at the Sistine Chapel. And, um, well, it turns out most people aren't supposed to be taking photos at the Sistine Chapel. It's one of those places, like, you've been to these places. Um, hey, we ask you not to take photos, because sometimes photos can damage Especially, usually it's like flash photography, but whatever. Mm -hmm. There are places that don't allow you to take photos, right? Right. Sistine Chapel is one of those places. So when he posted these photos of fans, um, and he, like, there's a picture, for example, and it's, I love you, Italy. What a beautiful start to our day, uh, our day off enjoying Roma. Big mahalos to Vatican Museums, Rembrandt, blah, blah, blah. And he tags all these people. Well, people were like, hey, hi regular people, meaning non-actor celebrity types, don't get to take photos inside the Sistine Chapel. How dare you? Mm -hmm. And so he apologized. And here's part of the apology that I would like to read to you. Okay. And then we'll get to the two questions. Okay. Uh, Well, we'll start with this question first. I just uh, wanted to say, if if you ever felt that I disrespected your culture, 
It wasn't my intention. I came here when I was 19 or 20 to experience the Sistine Chapel. I've always wanted to, and now that I can, I gave a wonderful donation to bring my friends and crew because we only had a couple days off to experience these places. And then I found people wanted to take pictures with me, which is odd during a trip to the Vatican with all this wonder, and they want to take pictures with me, which I don't get, but regardless, I did. I was very respectful and asked for permission from what I thought would be okay. I would never want to do anything to disrespect someone's culture. If I did, I apologize. It was not my intention. And I paid to have that private moment and gave a nice donation to the church. I love you. I'm sorry if I offended you. Okay. So that let's deal, a lot. Let's deal with so the words. apology first. That, like, that's kind of a non-apology. It's a super non-apology. Right? Like, if I'm sorry if I offended you. Generally, we just don't do those anymore. Right, Colleen? Uh, no, and I thought that we had said that loudly enough that everybody would abide by it. But apparently not. They don't listen to our show. And I, I would think the better the better uh, apology is, um, I'm sorry I offended you. I am sorry that, not yeah. I'm sorry if. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm sorry I offended you, period, end of story, moving on. Now, going back to whether he needs to be sorry or not, I kind of don't feel like that was... I I don't think he needs to. I if he offended, well, I don't know if he had to apologize. Is my point because to me it's a situation where he asked for permission, mm-hmm. he made a contribution. Mm-hmm. Whether that's right or wrong, take it up with the Vatican. I bet you he's not the only purse private citizen who's allowed to take photos after making a contribution. He's probably not the first celebrity who's been allowed to do those things. I don't know if you have the need to apologize for something if you've been allowed to do it. I mean, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Do I think he needed to apologize? No, certainly not in the length and detail that he did. Right. So I could see a situation where uh, he, he gets blowback because hi it's 2022 yeah and people love to get their undies in a bunch about all kinds of things right especially in the comments on an instagram yeah so i can see a world where he he gets the blowback and then goes i really do feel like i should apologize and then just say i'm sorry that i offended you period next landmark yeah, it's to visit, not right like it's, it's it, not saying that you have like disgraced the catholic church right f- defiled you know this this sacred space sacred space he asked for permission mm-hmm. he he did it i don't think he needed to explain anything and he could have said well i think he could have said to those who were offended i simply say i asked for it they let me do it mm-hmm. and that's that. Period. If you feel like you need mm-hmm. to apologize for something, then say, I'm sorry I offended you. Mm-hmm. It just felt like in the apology, I was like, why are you doing all this? This seems like overkill. And also, you're not taking responsibility for anything. So then it just sounds like words. Well, and there's some weird kind of backhanded, um, like, I, I, I don't even know what it was. It was like fake humility disguised as real humility the piece where he says and you know here we are in the vatican and there's all this beautiful stuff and you want to take a picture of me but i mean but there's all this beauty about you want me 
there's this weird journey that we go on there that I don't, I didn't buy tickets for. It's the same journey where you're like, I've always wanted to do this. And I gave a wonderful donation to my friends. Like, just say you asked for permission and they said it was okay. And you realize that not most people don't. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you're a celebrity, you get to do things that other people don't get to do. And what a world we live in. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And. Um, that's all you need to know. It's none of your business. I mean, I don't know. He wouldn't say that because celebrities aren't going to behave that way. So I get the impulse to want to, quote, apologize if I've offended you. But let's just not do that anymore. It's right. too easy and it doesn't really accomplish anything. I would like to give high marks to Benjamin who sent us a, a an email and said very concisely, yeah, he doesn't need to apologize to the trolls. But if you're going to apologize, then apologize. Yeah. And that's kind of... Exactly. I think what we're that's that should have been our thesis yeah. uh, from the beginning, because that apology is this weird, weird journey. It was overkill. Yeah, it was like five apologies. Less that weren't is apologies. more, man. Yeah. Less is more. And it's also kind of a humble brag. Brevity. Right. Right. Brevity. Thank you. Unlike the, the segment. Dude. we just <laughs> Exactly. We have a way of teasing things yeah. all the way out. It's called art. Uh, yeah, and we do not practice art. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, Jason Momoa. If I did, I apologize. It was not my intention. If we've offended you, Jason I paid Momoa, to have that private moment, we apologize and gave a nice donation to the church. I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry I offended There's you. There's a couple moments where I thought, did Farah Abraham write this? <laughs> I know. Yeah, this is clearly not written by like a PR person. No, 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 no. That's what happens when people go rogue. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. We're going to tell you all about them when we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for them. That name is Crazy Stupid. <laughs> yes, I almost said D-Bags. Idiots. <laughs> well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things for people doing dumb things. Oftentimes in the state of Sometimes other places. Like? Ohio. Ohio. Hilliard, Ohio is where we meet 36-year-old Brett Red of Columbus, Ohio. Brett Brett Red. And uh, Brett Red was missing something, and so he called the cops to report this thing missing. It was his truck. He said that it was stolen... From a UDF gas station. Okay. And um, the cops were able to catch up with the truck. Okay. And the person who stole the truck ran from the vehicle. Okay. His name was David Harrison. uh, And he was later arrested in a nearby residential neighborhood. Okay. That seems pretty garden variety so far. Nothing interesting there, right? Until you learn the following. Brett Red was actually not the original owner of the truck. Mm. He did not buy the truck, though. He had stolen the truck. 
Um, so you're telling me a thief just reported a stolen truck? Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. had stolen the truck on May 4th uh, from a landscaping company in Powell, Ohio. What? Yes. So Brett Red gets into the truck, drives it away. the noise of driving a truck? Obviously. Okay. Drives it away, and then a few weeks later... It gets stolen from a gas station, and they then find out, oh, this is the same stolen truck from this other thing. So it got stolen twice. Why would you ever call the report? That's like, somebody stole my illegal drugs. I mean, he must think he had squatter's rights or something with that truck. I don't know. He squatted on the truck, so it's his now? It's mine now. Does that work? It's mine now. I'm just going to go squat on a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So a Louis Vuitton handbag you got over there? I'm going to squat, squat on, on that. <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> it's mine now. I don't want a Louis Vuitton handbag. Uh, no, but if... But I'd sell it on Mercado yeah, or whatever that thing is Yeah, you could squat on that and sell it. Mercury. Is that yeah, what it's Mer- Mer- Mercury. Yeah. Mercury. 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 It's like one of them websites you can resell fancy stuff yeah. on. Yeah. Obviously, we don't shop it. <laughs> yeah, you can tell how much fancy what's, stuff is in my house. What's that thing called? Where are we going next, Bradley? We are going to Austin Tejas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to tell you a tale that's pretty interesting and one I've never heard of before. Because uh, over in Austin, Texas, a homeowner named Gail Hans, she called police. Does she have the ketchup uh, yes. empire? No, this is like a Hans, like your Heine. Hein, oh, okay. Hein, Hands, mm-hmm. like Hanes, but with an eye. Um, so Gail Hines noticed uh, something was stolen out of her garden. Was it Brett Red's truck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my God! No, uh, she noticed that something was stolen from her garden last oh. Wednesday, mm-hmm. and she saw it on. She actually saw the thief stealing the thing out of her garden. On Wednesday on her ring camera. The thief got away, though, but in the footage, you can see and hear the thief running away with the thing that was stolen from her garden. Now, it's the thing, kind of, but there's something else about the thing. So first, what was the thing that was stolen from Gail Han's garden in Austin, Texas? A hoe. (laughs) Somebody stole my hoe! (laughs) Nope. Nope. Not a hoe. Mm. Not a hoe. Not a hoe. Well, I will tell you this. My mother-in-law had a, one of those gazing balls. Oh, my God. It's gazing balls. Is that what it was that got stolen? Yeah. How did you know that? Well, I was just going to say that my mother-in-law had one stolen from her garden. So there must be yeah. a market for gazing yeah. balls. But that's not... People love Yeah, somebody stole Gail's balls. balls. Some Yahoo stole my balls. And um, not her bowels. <laughs> Thank <be>. you. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. Oof. The only thing stealing my bowels is like some. Never mind. <laughs> um, so back to Gail. Mm-hmm. So she saw this thief stealing her gazing bowls in her garden. But wait, there's more. Because to me, like stealing a garden implement, big whippity doo dah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not nice. It's what was in the gazing balls that <gasps> earned the story crazy, stupid, idiot status. Was she keeping her money in her gazing balls? No, she was keeping her parents. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Her parents' ashes were inside the custom gazing balls. 
And I mean, who's the crazy, stupid idiot here? The person who stole them. Obviously. Yeah. Yikes. Also, like, that's a that's a that's an interesting place. I mean, I get it. People got all sorts of things they do. But I I don't know. If I were to do that, and I'm not I don't want to blame the victim, but if oh, I no, were, I'm not blaming. No, anyone. no, no, no. I know you're not. But if I were to do that, if I were to ha- have a precious something like ashes in a garden implement, I would make darn sure that thing was super glued down. You know what I'm saying? Or you put like a memory plaque. Yeah. Like, here lies, you know, my parents, my parents. I, yeah. Also, you don't want that thing rolling away. Can I just ask what the <laughs> said a bad word? What the heck is a gazing ball? Like it's just a ball you look oh, at. Oh, you've seen yeah. them. You've yeah. seen them in people's gardens. It's like a very common garden decoration. A decorative orb. Yeah, but like why? I it just you like, know is that it's a like thing? I don't know. It's like, why not gazing than a squares. It's a meditative aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Or gazing pyramids. I'm sure you, you could know? start that trend. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like you know, somebody who's like, you know what this garden needs? It needs some bejeweled bowls. I just don't understand why they're so hot. Meaning, well, probably because like, they're out in the sun all day. <laughs> but why people? Why people always want to be stealing them? I don't understand. Well, yeah, because I, I, I just don't know why you'd want one in the first place. I mean, they are pretty, but I just think to myself, I, it's like all sort of like garden implementry. I'm not the like, you know, like I don't have any gnomes mm-hmm. in my garden. I mm-hmm. don't have any like squirrel crossing ceramics in my garden or what was there There used to be like chipmunk crossing right oh my favorite ones were those old cardboard cutouts that looked like an old lady bending over yeah (laughs) those were i was probably not cardboard but uh yeah i you know yeah like you would just see a big fanny yeah just a big butt just bent over that house oh that's funny but you can if you'd like to go online and see the ashes stolen from her yard on her ring camera you can do it she's she's got like a bunch of gazing balls yeah i would say her garden is all balls and this guy just walks up and helps himself oh my god she does have a lot and unfortunately he He takes the one oh that one's really sad oh I really also appreciate that she apparently has a an email that she has set up so that you can, if you have yeah. any tips. So it's southaustengazingballs at gmail.com. She says, there's no way for him to know that my two parents were in those balls. Please just bring back my parents. Oh, God. God, that's so horrible. You it's know, really sad. that person will bring them back if they find them. I just hope that they're not. Like dead? Uh, what? <laughs> His parents? I'm I'm sorry to say that I think her parents are already I dead. Know. But no, like, what if he like cracks them? Oh yeah. Or that's... what if he just like discards them or like yeah. pa- you know like gives them as a gift? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I feel like he's going to be cursed. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping is they're haunting the heck out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. For our final crazy stupid idiot, we are gonna. Take a little trip, uh, and we are taking a trip to Rome. Fun. I've always wanted to go to Rome. I have as well. Uh, There is a historic stairway in Rome called the Spanish Steps. Oh, yeah. And apparently there was a person, 
I don't know if he did this just for funsies or if he was looking for a shortcut somewhere. Okay. But a 37-year-old person who is unnamed in this story uh, rented a Maserati and decided to drive his rented Maserati down the Spanish steps. And he caused major damage to this historic Mm, stairway after flying down the steps in his rented Maserati. Now, that in and of itself is just dumb. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, And he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for something in particular. Because he drove down the steps. There is video footage of it. He got away. But then more importantly... He rented the Maserati, you guys. Oh, so, like, we know who it is. The video shows the license plate number. They're able to track that to sure. the rental place. The rental place is like, oh, yeah, you want to know who rented that? Sure. Here you go. Here's his ID. Yeah, that's so obvious. So they were able to track him Good. down. Um, but he did a ton of damage. They're going to have to do some heavy restoration on some of these damaged steps. Oh, I'm sure. Um, they have to replace it with travertine blocks, and they have. It's not easy to match the color. Oh, I'm, I'm just sure. saying. It's like that lady who was like, "I'm going to fix." Oh, yes, that painting. Oh, Oof. I'm just going to paint. A- oh, no. oh, the Jesus uh-huh. fresco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, you know what? Try to keep your car off of major landmarks is the bottom line on that one. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. What? After this on My Talk 1071.